It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Markel Fultz is nearing a return. We spoke to him after practice on Thursday. So we're going to chat a little bit about why he's in it for the long haul. Plus, the Magic hit the road at a critical juncture in the schedule. We'll get to that on today's episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. on magic today is or will be december 15th 2023 my name is philip rossmanreich i'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com of course follow me on twitter at philip rr underscore omd on today's episode of locked on magic markel fultz inching ever closer to a return some news from him and we'll hear from him on today's episode of locked on magic as he tries to get back for the long haul the change of Mindset for the Orlando Magic coming up here in a minute. Plus, we'll chat about some of the Magic's road struggles, especially on offense. Hear from Jamal Mosley on that. And look at the tough schedule ahead. We are going to learn a whole lot about the Orlando Magic here very, very soon. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. First, we want to thank you again for making Locked on Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked on Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked on podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked on and the team you're looking for, the Locked on Podcast Network. It's your team every day. This episode of Locked On Magic is brought to you by PrizePix, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use code all lowercase LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match of up to $100. We have news on the injury front, or maybe it's not news. Who knows? We're going to find out on Friday, but Marco Fultz has officially been upgraded to questionable on the Orlando Magic's injury report for Friday's game suggesting that he is very, very close to his return. Wendell Carter has been ruled out. They both did participate in practice on Thursday. They both did more contact drills. Jamal Mosley, though, did continue to say that they were not full go, uh, if that is a a distinction that needs to be made. Um, But they are doing more and more in practice. So it is very, very possible that, that one or both will be back this weekend. Certainly, I think Wednesday is a very good chance the magical practice Tuesday. So again, those, those practice days are really, really important just to kind of test and make sure that these guys get over these final hurdles and, and make a difference for these teams. Of course, this is long awaited. Um, and we'll get into how full, you know, we talked a little bit yesterday about how both Markel Fultz and Wendell Carter are going to help this team, but something has indeed changed a little bit about the mindset that the Magic are going through. And Mark Fultz honestly crystallized this the best um, when he was describing coming back from this injury. Now, 
you know, Fultz said that he really didn't feel any issue with his knee until right after the game against the LA Clippers on October 31st. Just felt a bit off, pretty realized his knee had swelled up pre, uh, a ton. That's just tendonitis. You know, tendonitis, uh, the tendon is is the the, the fiber. Uh, I don't know exactly what it is. It's, it's the thing that holds your muscle to the bone. And tendonitis is essentially a bruising of those, the, that connective tissue, that connect, that connect connection. Uh, and so there's really nothing you can do. There's, there, there, there's just not a lot you do other than rest and let it heal. And that's what Fultz has had to do. He's had to kind of let things, uh, let things build and grow. But the important thing is that a, the magic played well in his absence, that that is important. But the important thing is that, what has had to happen is Markel's just had to kind of slowly incrementally get himself back into the flow of things. He's had to slowly get himself back into, into game shape, into play and slowly put himself in a position to be back. And at the end of the day, as much as he wants to play and he is, you could tell both he and Wendell are very eager to get back and be a part of this thing. They want to be part of what this team is doing. Every, you know, Wendell Carter said on the magic pod squad, there's a lot of people around the league that are seeing what the magic are doing and are really excited about it, are really, you know, really eager to see this team perform. But for Markel Fultz, this was truly about the long haul. This was truly about not just playing games here in November, in, in November, or October. It was about being ready for what really matters because guess what? The Magic are a team that's now focused on March and April as much as they're focused on games in December. And that's why it's taken Markel so long to get back. Still, I, I I can't give you a timeline. Just again, just been taking it day by day, really just trying to get the best out of each day and, and, and see how my body responds. You know, uh, I think that's been the biggest part. You know, with, with, with what's going on is just um, pushing it and making sure that um, nothing wrong, nothing goes wrong. You know, I'm thinking a long game here. I don't want to come back in and, and play a few games and have to sit back out. You know, I'd rather when I'm back, I want to stay back for, for the long run. So uh, we've just been doing a great job of just you know. Um, taking it day by day and you know, really pushing myself every day to get a little bit better and, and get closer to stepping out there. It really has been a day-to-day thing with Markel. And you could, you could tell there, like he's been through the injury rigmarole. He knows what his body is. He even said this, actually. He knows his body really well. He knows when it's ready to play. He knows when it's struggling. And as much as Markel wants to play, he knows that his best ability is availability. It's something a lot of Magic fans have told me as we've begun to at least ponder a little bit about the future for Markel Fultz and, and what his free agency might bring uh, this, this off season. Um, you know, we, it is, that is a thing. That is a thing that we are thinking about still. Um, but this has been the difficult thing about what Fultz is doing is he's had to wait. He's had to sit and wait and, and, and uh, try and, and, and wait for his body to catch up to what he wants to do. And look, the Magic, you know, aren't going to admit that, yes, the team's record enables them to kind of slow play some of these injuries, make sure guys are back healthy, healthier than ever before. Now, Jamal Mosley said the mindset is, you know, whatever gets their guys in the best position to be successful. Um, would the Magic have waited this long if the Magic were a 500 team and they needed Markel out there? Probably not. Um, you know, with with guys' health, especially with someone who has an injury history like, uh, like Markel Fultz has, you want to be careful. And obviously he had surgery on that left knee. That's the knee that he had the ACL surgery on. It's undoubtedly something that the Magic were concerned with, were, import, were, were, were worried about. 
And they know that it's more important to have Markel available for January, February, March, April than it is right now. Again, every game is important, but they know that this has to be about the marathon. They want to get him to the finish line. And if he is as good as they think he is, they need him to, they need him on the floor. And look, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. The Magic are a better team with Marco Fultz. I don't care that he's averaging only 11.4 points per game and four assists per game in his five, okay, five games. He had, a, he had a rough start to the season. Shooting like 48%. He's a 52% shooter last year. The Magic had a 105.9 offensive rating with Fultz on the floor, 104.6 defensive rating. Uh, that the, you know The defense was better than the Magic's average through November 9th. Um, offense was about four points worse, a little bit a little bit less than four points per 100 possessions worse with Fultz on the floor. Offense was a struggle for this team early on in the season. I, I don't anticipate that will be the case because guess what? Last year, the Magic had a 110.3 offensive rating, which was about a point per one possession worse uh, with Fultz on the floor through for the season. But after the All-Star break, the Magic had a 113.9 offensive rating. We know what a dynamic and explosive Markel Fultz can be. And we know what that means to this team. He's a great distributor. He can squeeze into defenses. He can squeeze in the lanes. He's an excellent mid-range shooter. He's a guy that's going to set up Paolo Bancaro, Wendell Carter, or Gogo Batadze, for, for instance, and put them in positions to score. The Magic did not get the best of Markel Fultz, obviously. Obviously. Um, in those first five games. But this is, there's they clearly know what he can be. And obviously, all he can do is be healthy. All he can do is, is get himself back on the floor. And again, the goal here, and Mark Hill admitted this too, and we'll play the clip here in a minute. The goal here is not to be out on the floor for just a little bit. That's not the goal here. The goal here is to be on the floor for the long haul. The Magic want Mark Hill Fultz for the next 60, 60 games. Let's say 60 games, about 60 games left. Um, they want him out there for the next 60 games. And if they have to sacrifice these 15 games to do so, that's what they had to do to get him ready to play. Um, it's a tricky game, but, you know, with the great staff we have here and, uh, you know, the stuff that I've been through, I, I have a great understanding of my body and understanding, you know, what I feel comfortable and what I know I need to be comfortable at in order to go out there and play the game to the best of my ability and help my teammates to the best of my ability. So i um, really just been focusing on those and checking off those boxes and uh, getting closer every day. So, uh, again, I'm, I'm super excited just to be able to the last couple of days to go through practice with my teammates, get up and down, uh, some light contact with that, and, and, and see how I feel recovering from that. Clearly, Fultz is on the cusp of his return. And like I said, he is as, as excited as anybody else to get back on the floor and to make a difference on this team. But the Magic obviously want him there for good. Fultz understands that, and that's why this injury has taken so long. Will we see Markel Fultz on the floor on Friday? It certainly seems to be trending that way. I think they're going to let him let him see what, what he does and, and shoot around make it a game-time decision, it's 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 probably going to happen this weekend. I can't imagine that that he's questionable for, for Friday and not and doesn't play at least on Sunday. But the Magic are about to get these two players back, and they're hoping with both Wendell Carter, a freak injury. I mean, again, he's had this history of injury, but they've all been weird, random injuries. Markel's, this knee thing's a little bit recurring. It's going to be something they're going to be monitoring for the rest of the season. But the goal is that their caution now is going to help them so much more later. 
The Orlando Magic, though, hitting the road for a critical set of games in Boston, battle of the top two teams in the East. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Magic's road struggles coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word for our friends over at Dave. Look, at one time or another, we all need a little financial help. That's why Dave is great. Dave can get you cash when you need a hand between paychecks and can help you build credit by setting settling extra cash advances on time. Finances can be so intimidating, and that's why you need Dave. They can make managing your money so much easier. Dave is the banking app that's leveling up the financial playing field. When you download Dave, you could get up to $500 in five minutes or less with no credit check and no late fees. As part of Dave's extra cash account, advance the money you need with no interest and then settle up later. Extra cash gives you more money to buy groceries, fill your tank, finally get your car repaired, or catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck. You can even build credit when you settle up on time. Millions of people have downloaded the Dave app to make their finances easier. So if you're in a pinch, get the help you need by downloading Dave. Download Dave today at dave.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's dave.com slash LockedOnNBA. You could get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. Download the Dave app now or go to dave.com slash LockedOnNBA for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com slash legal eligibility criteria and instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve, member FDIC. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Don't forget the Locked On Podcast Network has launched the first ever national sports 24 seven streaming channel on YouTube. Locked on sports today is here for you 24 seven covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of locked on plus our national shows covering every league. Go to locked on sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 seven streaming channel today. The Orlando magic have been dominant at the Amway center and perhaps we will play back some of those numbers uh, before Wednesday's game against Miami in the first game played at the insert new arena name here building. Um, the Amway Center signage is now down off the building yet soon to formally be known as the Amway Center. Uh, we'll, we'll find out the name of that game before the Magic's game against the Miami Heat. As I say, tuned for that for coverage of that. Um, but the Magic have been downright dominant at home. They're on a nine-game home winning streak. They're 10-2 and two officially at home, 10-1. and one. On the mat, on the home parquet or home in-season tournament floor, I guess it's the home blues. I don't, I don't know what what we call that call it that now, but the Magic have been really really good at home, which obviously means they haven't been so hot on the road. Look, the Magic aren't bad on the road. They're five and five away from the Amway Center, and as we all kind of know, the mission of any season is to finish five, is to win all your home games and make up the difference on the road. 
going about 500 on the road is pretty good. If you're getting like, if you're getting 20 wins on the road, you know, 20 and 21 and you win 30 home games, that's 50 wins, Uh, you know, 30 and 11, that's pretty good home record, but that's your form. You know, you don't have to be a dominant road team is what I'm saying to get to 50 wins, to get to 45 wins, to get to 41 wins. The Magic are taking care of their business at the Amway Center. Now it's about how do we get this stuff to travel? How do we get this team to travel? How do we get what this team does so well at home to play on the road? Because the fact of the matter is Orlando is one of the best home teams in the league. They're second. Uh, uh, let me let me pull the stats up here. So you're going to have to wait for me while I cycle through stats here. Um, they are the third best team by net rating at home, a plus 13 net rating at home at the Amway Center and Mexico City. Um, sorry, I can't split those stats out. They're 11 and two, only the Boston Celtics now at 12 and 0, who the Magic will be facing on Friday. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, are the only team with more home wins. The Magic have done a really good job at home, obviously. They have taken care of their business on the on the home floor. The numbers really do, the basic numbers really speak for themselves. The Magic have a 120 offensive rating at, at home in home games with a 107 defensive rating. That's plus 13. You see why how they're plus 13. That 120 offensive rating and that 107 defensive rating are the numbers you're going to want to remember. Because on the road, not that the script is flipped, but there, this is where you start to see the problems. Now, you expect teams to perform worse on the road. So some of this is not surprising. The Magic go from a 107 defensive rating to 110.8 defensive rating on the road. Look, a 110.8 defensive rating is still fifth in the league among all teams on the road. The Magic are doing okay defensively on the road. Um, as much as any, as much as you want to say anything else, the Magic's defense vert mostly travels. You know, they're able to put that thing in the carry-on bag, ship it over, ship it to the next place, and play pretty solid defense. You should be able to win games with a 110 defensive rating. The reason why the Magic are five and five on the road, though, is their offense goes from 120 at home to 105.9. Their minus five net rating is 20th in the league. A 105.9 offensive rating is just abysmal. In fact, that 105.9 offensive rating is the third worst road offensive rating in the league. The Magic don't, the Magic have a problem on the road. And look, the road wins are okay. They've got two wins over Chicago. Uh, they beat the Jazz. Let's see, that's three. They beat, and who else? Who else they beat on the road? Um, uh, I'm going to quickly rack my brain and figure out who they've beaten on the road here. Uh, they beat Chicago twice. They beat, uh, they beat uh, Utah, as I said. They, they lost to Cleveland. I'm just going, I'm going through the teams real fast here. They beat Portland, so that's four. You know, their road wins are okay. They don't have that big marquee road victory quite yet. And, and look, we're going to talk about the schedule here in a minute. So what do the Magic need to do to travel a little bit more? Jamal Mosley provides us with a little bit of an answer. I think the one thing that it is, it's a high level of communication. You know, one the thing that this group has continued to do is we play hard. Uh, we play hard, we play for each other defensively, but on the road, because of the atmosphere, because of the environment, we've got to be more connected. We've got to communicate with each other at a high level when the building is loud and people are screaming. You've got to make sure that you're connected together on the floor. 
statistically, it's it's offense that's really struggled on, on the road this year. How do you how do you kind of bring you know some of the I guess juice that you have offensively at home on, on the road? How do you help help the offense travel? You you have to allow your defense to create the offense, and I think a lot of times on the road you get away from getting easy baskets. Uh, so we have to focus on getting stops to be able to get out and run. Uh, you know, we don't want to try to always hang our hat on the offensive end where the shots are going in or out. We want to make sure that we continue to focus on what we can do defensively, and that's about our energy, our effort, and our level of communication. With any coach, the focus is always going to be on defense first. That's just how coaches are wired, and we love them. God love coaches for being wired that way. Coaches are wired to believe that defense comes first, and absolutely it should. So, the Magic have to figure out how to get their offense to travel. And as Mosley says, it starts with defense. That's this team's identity. That's what's most important. Look, the Magic's defense has done well to keep the team involved in games at this point in the season. But the Magic, Indiana was the other road win. There, there Indiana's a marquee road win. There's, there's, your one, there's your one good road win out of the five. There, I, I knew it would come to me. Um, but the Magic have to find a way to make their defense spark their offense. It does so at home, and a lot of that is shooting. The Magic's three-point shooting at home versus the road, if you let me stall and and pull up the stats here, is pretty good. Uh, It's pretty actually stark. A lot of the Magic struggles uh, as a shooting team come on the road. At home home games at the Amway Center as well as in Mexico City, the Magic shoot uh, 37.1% from beyond the arc, 37.1% from the three at home, which is, Middle of the pack. Again, it's not a good three-point shooting team. On the road, they shoot 30.8%. If you're looking for a key difference for the Magic, they got they struggle to make shots. 30.8%, uh, three-point field goal shooting on the road. Uh, they're shooting 44.7% overall. That's 26th in the league. At the end of the day, what the pr- Magic's biggest problem, yes, their defense needs to generate their offense, but the Magic's biggest problem on the road is quite simply they don't make shots. And so as the Magic set, gets set to hit the road, and we got a big road trip coming up here, two games in Boston, come home versus Miami, then back out to the road, Milwaukee, Indiana, over Milwaukee, Indiana, Washington uh, over Christmas, and Washington can score. Remember, Washington can score points here. So I feel a little bit of a trap game heading to Capital One Arena uh, coming up in, a, in about a week. Um the Magic are going to have to find a way to make this travel. And look, getting Markel back, getting Wendell back is going to help. You get more offensive weapons. But now the Magic have to find a way to make their biggest weakness travel a little bit. They could clearly score. We've seen that at the Amway Center time and time again. Now they got to score on the road. And that's going to be a huge challenge moving ahead. We're going to talk about what the Magic have to prove over the next week of basketball. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word for our friends over at Prize Picks. Look, daily fantasy sports can be really, really, really difficult to play. You got these complicated salary caps, even more complicated scoring systems, makes the in-season tournament group play seem easy to figure out. You want simple and you want something that you know you can win. And that's why prize picks is the game for you. It's a daily fantasy game that I play. And even when I lose, I have a good time because I know I actually have a chance to win. All you have to do with prize picks is put together a a group of two to six players and project whether they will score more or less 
than their projected numbers. If you think J- the Magic are going to hold Jason Tatum under 30 points, you just simply say they're going to hold. They're going to. He's going to score less than 30 points. If you think Paolo Banchero is about to drop more than 22 on the Celtics, you simply say he's going to score more than that 22 and a half point projection. It's that easy. And with basketball season here, with football season going on, you can now pick combo projections across two sports from the Specials League. That's a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made and receptions. It's really that easy. Plus, PrizePix offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy like this. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match of up to $100. Again, go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match of up to $100. PrizePix is daily fantasy sports made easy. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Atlanta Magic are in Boston this weekend for a critical matchup between the top two teams in the East. Okay, the Milwaukee Bucks are 17-7, and seven, but two of the top three teams in the Eastern Conference. A lot of people have been waiting to see if this Orlando Magic team is real. And look, Orlando's beaten some good teams. They beat Denver at home. They beat Boston at home already. They beat Indiana on the road and held that great offense to very few points, uh, dominated that offense. They've beaten Cleveland now at home. Uh, they beat, you know, Houston, the Houston Rockets are sitting pretty at 12 and nine. The Magic beat the Rockets already at home. The Magic resume looks legit. And again, a lot of those games coming at home, the biggest road win was at Indiana. What everyone has been circling is this weekend series against Celtics. Look, Magic fans have been circling this weekend series against Celtics. We have a, at least for us, for us Magic fans, a traditional rivalry with Boston dating back to 1995 when we closed the Boston Garden. Certainly 2009 and 2010 are big play, put big playoff bellwethers for us. The, the Celtics were the team the Magic really had to overcome and climb to get to championship status with Dwight Howard. And it's kind of the same way now. This is a bit, you know, we played that humongous game on Black Friday. This is a big game for Magic fans. For the Celtics, you could tell they were a little annoyed with how the Magic played them during that in-season tournament game before they went went ahead and beat Chicago by 30 to advance. You could tell that, yes, the the Celtics broadcast crew has has rustled the the hornet's nest. The Magic have taken some stuff that they've said personally, Eddie House, uh, and they have made this a big game. Boston as a team, as the kind of established team in the East, is certainly going to be eager to put this upstart Magic team in their place, especially considering the Magic have won the last four games against the Boston Celtics and the one game they lost last year 
was uh, an overtime was an overtime game or a very it wasn't overtime as game it was a very close game on the second game of the season at the Amway Center very good performance by Paolo Bencaro too I might add this is a this is a prove it game for the Orlando Magic um everyone around the league is going to look at how the Magic play in this series and probably determine what they're going to think about the Magic for the next month if you want Paolo Bencaro or Franz Wagner to make the All-Star team this is a big weekend for them to prove it. And while they're not going to be on national TV, if Orlando wins the season series against the Celtics, if they go 3-0 against Celtics, especially if they win the game Sunday, so everyone's talking about it on the, on the talk shows on NBA Today and all the talk shows on Monday, all of a sudden the Magic are going from upstart team to maybe they're going to last. Maybe this is a group that's going to hang around a little bit. I don't want to put too much into one game. It's one game. The Celtics are a good team. There's no shame in losing to them on the road. I am expecting a split in this series, uh, if not a Celtic sweep. I think the Magic, you know, especially if they're going to be integrating Marco Fultz back, there's going to be a lot to work on. Orlando didn't see Drew Holiday the last time they played. They didn't see Kristaps uh, Porzingis in the second half of that game on, on Black Friday. The Mag, you know, the Magic took advantage. They did the job. They blew them out. They're still very capable of winning these games. It's going to be a challenge. And this whole next kind of month, is going to be challenged. Just, just take a look at the next five games for the Orlando Magic. Obviously, this two two games against the Celtics. Then the Magic play the Miami Heat. The Heat are out are still at fourteen and ten. They're kind of back into their groove. They're figuring things out. They're also undefeated in the division at five and zero. They haven't played the Magic yet, of course. Then the then the Magic have a back to back at Milwaukee, the second place team in the East at the moment. I'm not going to read too much into a, a second night of a back to back game in Milwaukee, but Milwaukee's playing much better. And you know the Indiana Pacers are looking at that game on December 23rd. They're 13-9. and They're looking at that game December 23rd and thinking, we owe this Magic team one. In fact, Tyrese Halliburton said as much uh, during an interview that he, that he did during the Nets-Raptors game or during the Celtics-Bulls game on the final night of the in-season tournament. The, there was an alternate broadcast on the NBA app. He was asked, who do you want to see in, in the uh, in-season tournament? And he said, you know, I don't want to pick a team, but, you know, Orlando, we owe them one for what they did to us on our home floor a couple of weeks back. You know they're going to be charged for that game in Indiana, like Orlando, a little bit of an upstart. In fact, when you look at the Magic schedule, and I know I mentioned this earlier, when you look at the Magic schedule from now until the midpoint of the season in mid-January, the Orlando Magic do not play any team, play only one team that missed the it missed at least a play-in tournament last year, or they played two teams that missed a play-in tournament last year. One of those is Indiana; they're thirteen and nine. The other is the Washington Wizards on December twenty-sixth. The Magic do play the Atlanta Hawks a couple times. They're nine and fourteen. The Hawks are really struggling right now, so maybe that's a little bit of a reprieve. We know how dangerous they can be. They beat Orlando and Mexico City, obviously, but Orlando's going to play New York. They're going to go out. They're going to go on a West Coast trip a little bit here and play a very tough West Coast trip that features Phoenix. Golden State, Sacramento, uh, and Denver, I believe. Um, this is going to be a challenging run for the Magic over the next four weeks. We talked about that. It's one of the big storylines for the next quarter of the season. But it starts this weekend. It starts with making a statement this weekend. And look, Orlando has consistently said, we feel we can beat anybody. They wake up and come to a game knowing we can win this game. And the Magic are at that level. The Magic are at that stage where they know they can win any game they play. What we don't know and what the Magic have to prove is that they can beat elite teams consistently. 
that they can beat Boston, that they can beat Milwaukee, that they can beat Miami, that they can beat Philadelphia, who I believe they also play during the stretch, that they can take care of their business against these elite competitions. Look, I still kind of expect the Magic to be at least maybe a game or two over 500. They're going to struggle through this stretch, especially as they're beginning to integrate some players back into the rotation. It's going to take some time. But what the Magic have tried to prove and what the Magic are going to continue to try to prove is that they can be competitive with these teams. That they're in the same league. And, and it starts tonight. It starts Friday night in Boston. It starts Sunday afternoon in Boston. That we they can prove we are in this class of team. That we are of this same group and that we are not going anywhere. You hate to say that you got to make a statement because it has to be about yourself first. You know, we talk about the road woes. The Magic got to take care of their defense. They got to take care of their offense. They got to make some shots. They got to find themselves before they worry about their opponent. They're good enough that they can win games just worrying about themselves now. It used to not be that way. But the Magic have to prove themselves. And that's what this next week is all about. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in. Who will Google Spotify, Odyssey, and all the baseball podcasts to your podcast enable this device relates on the Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can, of course, follow us there on Twitter at OMagicDaily. And also be sure to check out my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub at Patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. Don't forget to check out the brand new, brand new 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube from the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day. With the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league, go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel today. We'll be back again Friday night, Saturday morning to break down the Magic's game against Boston Celtics. We'll do the same Sunday as well. So until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Ross and Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.